Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is the Monday bonus episode. Coming to you from a pirate radio station in Woodland Hills, California. 6 a.m. Thursday, September 24th. I snuck out in the early a.m. I went to Coffee Bean. I need some caffeine. So I went over there. Wore a mask. I wore a glove. I didn't touch any surfaces with my bare hands. Didn't breathe on anyone. No one breathed on me. I was the only one in the in the store. So uh, everything's good. Got my uh, large hot mocha latte. Uh, two shots only. Three shots of espresso. That's too much for me. And I get it extra hot. Because inevitably when I get home, it's uh, it's not hot. So I say extra hot. And then when I get home, it's just regular hot. So that's it. That's how the morning's going. Everyone's asleep but me. And uh, I'm recording. So topic today is original soundtrack songs. These are songs that were written for a specific film or songs that only appeared on, uh, on the soundtrack for that movie. My go-to is always uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High because that's my favorite soundtrack. And uh, my example I always use is uh, Somebody's Baby by Jackson Brown. You can only get that song on that soundtrack. It was never on a Jackson Brown album until he, you know, released, you know, greatest hits packages and then they would throw it on there. But uh, so that's what I'm talking about. Those are the songs I'm looking for. Songs that uh, are not on your favorite artists, actual albums, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, now before we start, we've got a lot to uh, unpack here. First of all, uh, this Friday, if you're a Patreon supporter, $2 Patreon supporter, the prizes are going to be, I have three copies of Peter Asher's The Beatles from A to Z, an alphabetical mystery tour. Peter will be my guest on Thursday's episode. Had a nice uh, one-on-one conversation with him about his uh, work uh, as a producer with Linda Ronstadt and James Taylor and as a performer with Peter and Gordon, and working as an A&R guy for Apple Records, and, uh, you know, fascinating guy, lots of stuff to say. So uh, that's the Thursday episode. Also, want to give a quick uh, shout-out to, uh, I've, uh, I've entered into, a, a, like, a trade-out uh, ad deal with, uh, with my new buddy Doug over at Etsy.com. Now, let me explain this all. A couple of years ago, a uh, friend of the show and uh, listener, Greg Chittister, for Christmas, he sent me uh, a set of seven custom coasters. They're, uh, they're made on, uh, what do you want, like ceramic tile and they're glossy. And uh, Greg picked uh, 
Six album covers that relate to the show, Cheap Trick, The Cars, Nine Inch Nails, R.E.M., Beatles, U2, and, uh, and the Rock Solo logo. And these are great. I'll, uh, I'll put a picture of these up on the Twitter today and on the uh, Rock Solid Facebook page. And uh, here's what we're going to do. In a couple weeks, we are going to give away uh, one coaster to eight of our Patreon supporters. That'll be the contest. So you'll get to custom make whatever coaster you want. If your favorite album happens to be, I don't know, let's say it's British Steel by Judas Priest, then that's the coaster you'll get. Eight people will win. And um, and then if you like these things, they make uh, great Christmas gifts. So the holidays are coming up. You know, you'll have time to order these up. And uh, you'll order them from our friend Doug. He's, uh, he's at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash slash Chester Coasters. Plus, I am also going to put up a uh, code for the rock solid people. It'll be uh, $5 off any order. So that's what we're going to do. So thank you, Doug, for, uh, for supplying the code. And hopefully, you know, after the folks win these, individual coasters uh, and they go to your shop and see what you do and they see the picture that I post, they're going to want to buy these coasters too. It was an amazing gift from Greg and uh, and now we're going to help out Doug and Doug's going to help out us because he's going to supply the prize. So it all works. Love it. All right, let's, uh, let's get moving. I, uh, that was six minutes of unpacking of some stuff. So we got original soundtrack songs. This topic was suggested by Jeff Scoble. So thank you, Jeff, for suggesting the topic. I was all in on it. And uh, I'm going to kick it off with a song. And then Jeff's going to jump in because it's his topic. And then we're going to let Daryl Asher play a song because Daryl does all the Monday bonus episode artwork. So that's going to be the first three right out the door. Those are going to be the first songs. So first up, I chose a song called Speed from the original motion picture soundtrack of the movie Speed. This song is by Billy Idol. It was written by Billy Idol and guitarist Steve Stevens, who, by the way, I will be recording with on Monday. When you're hearing this, I'll be recording with Steve Stevens. So I made that happen. I think he's going to be fun. He seems like a fun guy, right? Lots to talk about with him. He worked with Vince Neil. He worked with Michael Jackson, he's, uh, and he's worked with Billy Idol for years and years and years, so that's going to be cool. So let's start it off with the song called Speed from the movie called Speed from the artist called Billy Idol. Here we go. Hell's no place to sleep in, in a world beyond control, caught in the headlights, coming after you. When I woke up this morning, I had to do what I gotta do. Blast me to heaven for loving you. Blast me to heaven for loving you. Speed. 
love it. Love that song. Only available on the Speed soundtrack until Billy released uh, a Greatest Hits a few years back. I think it was his second Greatest Hits package that it's on. So uh, enjoy it. Speed. Right here on Rock Solid. All right. The aforementioned Jeff Scoble. He's got an intro for us. And he's got a song for us. So let's hear what he's got to say. Whoop, hit the mic. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid Nation. It's Jeff Scoble from Detroit again. I know space is limited for the soundtrack song episode, but I had to try to submit one anyway. Let the chips fall where they may. The soundtrack to the movie St. Elmo's Fire has some good songs on it, most notably the title track by John Parr, which I've always loved, along with good tracks by John Anderson Vias and Billy Squire. The song I'm picking, though, is called Young and Innocent by a guy named John Elefante, whose big claim to fame is taking over lead vocals from Steve Walsh and the band, wait for it, Kansas, for two albums in the 80s. This guy is a big producer of Christian rock and pop albums and has recorded several solo albums himself, which are actually quite good. I've always liked his voice, and this is just kind of a sweet little song that I'm a big fan of, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Keep on rocking and stay safe, everybody. Just waiting to get to the chorus on that one. Young and Innocent from the St. Elmo's Fire soundtrack by John Elefante. John Elefante was in Kansas. He was the lead vocalist for Vinyl Confessions and Drastic Measures. Both of those albums are cool. I like both of those records. And uh, Jeff's favorite band is Kansas, so that's why he, uh, he picked a Kansas-related artist. So good job, Jeff. Good job. All right, Daryl Asher's next. Now, his song is, um, I will allow it. It works, but uh, song by The Who. It was written for their album, Quadrophenia, which then was eventually made into a movie. So the song was written for the same uh, project, whether it was an album or a movie. So I'm going to allow it. And the version I'm going to play is from the original soundtrack of Quadrophenia. So, uh, you know, cause you know me, I'm hardcore with these things. I, I, I give you rules and I expect you to, uh, I expect you to abide by them. All right, here we go. Daryl Asher. Enjoy it. Hello again, Pat and Rock Solid listeners, Daryl Asher here. Soundtrack songs. This gives me an opportunity 
to recommend a song that should have been included back uh, in the Who episode, but no one picked it. And that is 515 from the album and the movie Quadrophenia by The Who. So there you go. That's my pick. Thank you. See you next time. fascinating to me that the who has a, a tommy album and a quadrophenia album and then they re-recorded the songs for uh for the soundtracks kind of uh kind of interesting they both sound slightly different i don't know why they just didn't use what they originally recorded but i guess i don't know i, don't, I have no idea why if i knew i would tell you but i don't know so i can't and that's all i'm gonna say all right, moving right along with our next original soundtrack song. I don't know if this guy's contributed before or not. Maybe he'll tell us. The name doesn't look familiar, and I, I apologize. I see a lot of names. I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of names. I said it. Here we go. Hi, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. And for this listener request episode, I wanted to highlight a song that's always been one of my favorites, from a movie directed and starring that fun-loving rocker from the Midwest, John Mellencamp. Oh, he's In 1992, Mellencamp took a script written by Larry McMurtry of Lonesome Dove fame and turned it into Falling from Grace, which ended up making about $200,000 during a very limited theatrical run. The original soundtrack had some highlights, but in my opinion, the best song was Whiskey Burnin' by Mellencamp's soon-to-be former guitarist Larry Crane. Crane was fired from the band right around this time after asking for more money. But by all accounts, he got off easy because Mellencamp was such a pain to work for. Although the movie was a dud, I love the song Whiskey Burnin' by Larry Crane. Thanks again, Pat, for doing these episodes. Home, but they'll get no answer. 
a good tune by Larry Crane. Good guitarist. That was a, a big loss for me when he left uh, the Mellencamp band because I liked him so much. I think he has some solo albums, so I guess seek those out. But that's, uh, that's Whiskey Burning. Good deal. Thank you, George. Uh, next up now. Next up is a song by Huey Lewis in the News. And I was a little feisty on Twitter last week about Huey Lewis in the News. Because personally for me, uh, that music just, it just doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up for me. Now, I do love the picture of this album. Second album by the band. I think it's a great album. Even the song Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. Uh, I, I can handle that. And uh, and the song that's going to be played here is is fantastic. It takes me right back to 1985 and it makes me think of this uh, motion picture. But uh, but then so much of uh, of uh, four and sports just uh, just doesn't doesn't hold up for me anymore. And, and those videos aren't helping because uh, those pop right into my head and make me hate the music more. So you can at me. I'm not afraid of adding. But uh, yeah, for me, just uh, not all of it, but uh, most of it, some of it, a lot of it just doesn't hold up. But I do like this next song and it's perfect for the show. So I'm glad it's going to be played. Here we go. Hello, Pat and all of my fellow Rock Solidians out there. Justin Harris calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, when I heard the announcement of the uh, original soundtrack show that Pat is doing right off the top of my head. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, when I was about 12 years old, uh, maybe 11 lived in Pennsylvania, East in Pennsylvania in a little, uh, borough called Wilson borough. And at the time back to the future came out, of course, a movie that was very popular. Everybody, I think saw that Pat, you've talked about it. The song is The Power of Love. You can drop it anywhere. All of you be good out there and keep fighting the good fight. Thanks, Pat. tune great movie i was 21 when back to the future came out holy cow uh everyone did like uh back to the future except my parents who walked out this might be what justin's referring to when he says i've talked about the movie before everyone is seeing back to the future it's a mega hit everyone loves it feel good movie fun some sci-fi comedy, Michael J. Fox, everything, everything about it, people love. 
And then my parents go see it. And my parents had to be like in their 40s in 1985. I'd have to do the math on that. But, uh, you know, of an age where you should still enjoy things. I remember they came home and I was like, I thought you guys went to see Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, we walked out. And this was what my mom said. I go, you walked, you walked out. Oh, when he goes back in time and falls in love with his mother, <laughs> that could never happen. <sighs> really, mom? A movie with a time machine? Couldn't happen? Oh, my fucking God. Anyway, they keep talking about uh, remaking it or rebooting it. And I just say, leave it. Leave it. Stop remaking good movies. Remake a bad movie. Remake a movie that just almost was good and then wasn't. That's what you should remake. Don't remake a classic movie. You saw what happened when they remade Psycho. It just doesn't work. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Next up, we have another one of the rock solid artists. Kyle Hildreth has been doing tons and tons of artwork for us for the episodes. He, uh, Never says no, always willing to do it. And I appreciate you, Kyle, very much. So let's see what Kyle has in store for us. Hey, everybody, it's Kyle Hilder from the Woods of Western Mass. And my choice for song off a soundtrack is going to be Anthrax with Poison My Eyes from the Last Action Hero soundtrack. I'm guessing this is going to be a popular choice for a lot of people, but not a popular track for them to pick. Um, it's not the best song off the album. And it's rap rock. Everybody's not favorite. But in between with the wiki wikis in the beginning and the end, it's a really muscly metal song in between. It's um, one of the first ones I did with John Bush. It's from right a week before the Sound of White Noise album came out from 1993. And really, it's the best song from that couple of years there by Anthrax, I think, that John Bush era Anthrax. And I'll always remember the song because this is, we went down to the beach one year in high school with a bunch of friends. And it was a rough day out there, real stormy, lots of undertow. And this song really made up for that kind of day. So here's the Anthrax with Poison My Eyes. That's a rocking tune. Anthrax isn't really, uh, you know, you know, on my radar as far as a band. Maybe because that Scott Ian pops up so many times in rock docs. And uh, whenever you can't get anyone, get Scott Ian. He'll do it. And uh, also because Scott Ian pops up at the, my local Target. So uh, he's recognizable, folks, with the uh, rainbow chin beard. So um, he's not afraid to be seen. But um, Last Action Hero, 1993... Yeah, I uh, 
I remember going to that movie and, and hating it. I just hated it. And I, at the time, I, I just don't think I got it. I don't think I got what they were trying to do because I've seen bits and pieces of it on TV, you know, in the past 10 years or so. And, uh, and I, it re I really enjoy it. So I think I just didn't get what they were going for. I should actually watch it start to finish now and see what I think. But uh, I did pick a song from this soundtrack also. And, uh, you know, Kyle said that Poison My Eyes isn't the best song on the soundtrack. I actually think this song is the best song in the soundtrack. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger even appeared in the video. This is ACDC with Big Gun. <laughs> ACDC from 1993. It's 2020, and apparently we're going to get a new ACDC album very soon. I don't know if it'll be released by the end of the year or if they're going to hold off until 2021 when they can tour. Fingers crossed. I've only seen ACDC once. I'll be the first in line to see ACDC when they come to Los Angeles, without a doubt. Such a great show. So, so good. All right, moving on to uh, a friend of ours from the from up north, from Canada. Good day, eh? It's Glenn K. Amo from Moncton, New Brunswick, yet again. Songs recorded for movie soundtracks, simple. I'm a good Canadian boy, so from 1983, here's Ian Thomas with the title track from what is possibly the greatest Canadian film ever made, Strange... something wrong with this beer eh take off do it do it oh good day i'm bob mckenzie this is my brother all right so i must have made a mistake on glenn k amo's intro and it got clipped at the end and what he was gonna say is uh is strange brew and it got clipped off and i apologize glenn that is my fault i know that's my fault so back to the song Ian Thomas, and the title track from Strange Brew. And I apologize to Glenn. Something wrong with this beer, eh? Take off. Do it, do it. Oh, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? We're those guys who talk over songs and wreck them, remember? Yeah, here's another one. Beauty, eh? Okay. 
sing. Hey, I went to the doctor. Nobody at home. So I called up the hotline. I wait for the tone. You see, I met me a woman. She took me home. Gave me some strange brew that won't leave me alone. Now I'm so I love that. Have you seen Rick Moranis? He's in that new uh, commercial with Ryan Reynolds. I guess Ryan Reynolds has some type of a um, mobile uh, phone service. I don't know what he has. He's got good looks and muscles and a career and he's funny and he can do drama and action. Now he has to have a business. I don't know. All right. So look, I made a mistake on Glenn K. Amos intro. So what I'm going to do is I found his original file. I'm going to play his intro all over again. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, Pat, why don't you just edit this in, and then we'll never know that you made a mistake, and we'll never know anything about it. I'm going to be honest with you. That's that's going to be a hassle for me. So I would just as soon rectify it in real time and play his intro for you right now, top to bottom, cleanly. All right? That's what I'm going to do. Not editing this Monday bonus episode. Jesus. I did so much editing, uh, putting songs in the Peter Asher episode. I can't, I can't do it. It's a bonus episode. Extra. It's extra. Here we go. Good day, eh? It's Glenn K. Amo from Moncton, New Brunswick, yet again. Songs recorded for movie soundtracks? Simple. I'm a good Canadian boy, so from 1983, here's Ian Thomas with the title track from what is possibly the greatest Canadian film ever made, Strange Brew. There you go. How sweet was that? Plus, you got to hear Glenn K. Amo's uh, name a bunch of times. And you can go to YouTube and look up Glenn K. Amo. He's a very funny guy. He's a comedian. And you can watch some of his work. That's all I'm going to say. All right, back in February, Kyle Dodson was here at the house. And we recorded a, we recorded a bunch of episodes. One of those episodes has not yet been released unless you're part of the ASAP club. The reason is we did another James Bond theme song episode, but we only focused on the five Daniel Craig themes, including the new Billie Eilish theme. So that will be coming out in November when the James Bond movie is supposed to come out. There's no way it's coming out, but I'm going to drop that episode in November no matter what. But um, there's no way they're releasing that. and It's going to get pushed to May unless they do video on demand. By the way, I'll pay $100 to watch it, James Bond, in my house, video on demand. I'll pay $100. I'm on record as saying that. Don't tell my wife that. She might disagree with that, uh, with that amount. But that's what I'll pay. I'll pay it. So one of my favorite songs from a James Bond movie, it's from The Living Daylights. It's on the soundtrack. I don't know if it was, uh, if it was in line to be the theme song or not. And then they just loved it so much that they put it on the soundtrack. If I ever get to talk to Chrissy Hind, I will ask her these questions. But 
This is a song by Pretenders, and it's uh, called Where Has Everybody Gone? This is my pick. I've played this before. I just, if I have an excuse to play it, I'll play it. Chrissy Hind and Pretenders get a chance to do a James Bond theme sometime because her voice is perfect, perfect for James Bond songs. And that has all the elements of a, of a classic James Bond song, in my opinion. This is my opinion. All right, let's get, uh, let's hear from, uh, from one of the women. Is this the only woman on the show today? Episodes becoming dude heavy. But yeah, yeah, this is another one of our friends from up north, though. Let's hear what she has picked. Here we go. Hi, Pat. It's Karen Landry. My pick for the soundtrack song is Car Wash by Rose Royce from the movie Car Wash, released in 1976. Such a great and happy song. On a personal note, I've never seen this movie, so let me know, uh, Rock Solid World, if it's worth a watch. Thanks and enjoy. I've also never seen the movie Car Wash, but I got to be honest with you, that song, uh, it just gives you a feeling of what that movie's going to be like. Probably fun, right? That's right. The 70s were great. You could just write about a discotheque, write a movie about a car wash, write a movie about anything. It's great. Thank you. uh, Thank you, Karen Landry. And we've been thinking about you this week, Karen, so. Hope you guys are uh, doing well. Next up. Okay, here we go. This is the part that Aaron Kahn hates. This is when I play, you know, a couple people back to back, you know, with their intros, you know, and songs all together. That's what I'm going to do, Aaron. So, you know, 
Whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do. If you're going to complain about it, that's fine. But here we go, Aaron. You're going to kick it off too, Aaron. It's actually back-to-back Aaron's. Then we're going to get a David, and then we're going to get an Eric. Okay? Four in a row. This is when I chill. This is the chill, rock-solid chill time. Turning up, uh, turning up the volume on this. I'm going to turn my microphone off. Here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here again, and I've decided to take part in this soundtrack-themed episode. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Not much has been going on since I last submitted something here. And if my intro is being played right now, I'm guessing we're at the part of the episode that Pat claims to be my least favorite part of the listener episodes. So there's something. That's right, that's right. The song I've picked here comes from a cult classic movie called Performance. Released in 1970, the movie is about a British gangster named Chaz, played by James Fox, who tries to hide out from his boss by staying in a flat owned by a reclusive rock star named Turner, played by Mick Jagger. Originally filmed in 1968, this movie was shelved for two years due to its sexual and violent content. The movie was finally released in 1970 and has since then attained a cult following. Now, I would only recommend it if you're already into cult classic, mind-bending, experimental movies. It really all depends your taste in movies here. It's not for everybody, but personally, I enjoy it. Now, during one scene in the movie, Mick Jagger performs this great song, and it's probably the best scene in the movie. From performance, sung by Mick Jagger, this is Memo from Turner. I was at the coke convention back in Hey there, Pat, and everyone in podcast land. This is Aaron Lowe calling in again from North Hollywood with a shameful admission. I've never really been a fan of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I enjoy the music, and Tim Curry is always great, but as a teenager in high school and college, when so many of my friends were getting into the movie and play, I just didn't share their enthusiasm. If you ask me, the horror musical mashup Midnight Movie from the 1970s is Brian De Palma's goofy cool phantom of the paradise i really really love this soundtrack and i could pick any song from it really but i'm gonna go with goodbye eddie goodbye the song like all music on the soundtrack was written by paul williams but it's credited on the album to the juicy fruits the fictional band from the movie that serves as a villainous counterpoint to the hero's more emotional and authentic music The Juicy Fruits are basically corporate sellouts who are chasing a new style each time we see them, embodying whatever trend evil label owner Swan, played by Paul Williams, deems the hot new thing. I think we're supposed to understand all of their songs are cheesy and soulless, but time for another shameful admission, I kind of like them. This one is a pop pastiche of energetic 50s nostalgia. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are already very familiar with this movie, but I'd encourage anyone who hasn't seen it to seek it out as we get into the Halloween season. 
We'll remember you forever, Through the sacrifice you made, we can't believe the price you paid for love. Little Eddie Mitty, born in Jersey City, started singing when he was five. Never knew his father and mother didn't bother to catch his last name fast as he Hi everyone, this is David Nichol from Stratford, Ontario. My pick for the original soundtrack show is Cry Little Sister by Gerard McMahon from the soundtrack to the 1987 vampire flick, The Lost Boys. This is one of those iconic soundtrack songs that will be forever linked to its parent movie, yet has also managed to live on beyond the movie. Cry Little Sister was issued as a single when the movie was initially released, although it never charted and I don't ever recall it having radio play. However, in the years since, the song has continued to captivate by way of fond movie memories, and initially with mixtapes and now with playlists. It has been remixed, covered, or sampled more than 20 different times, and recharted in 2003 and again in 2018. And to bring things full circle, Marilyn Manson's cover version of the track was the first single taken from the soundtrack to the movie The New Mutants, currently playing in theaters. Enjoy everyone, and thanks again for the great shows, Pat. My Hey, non-porous rockers, it's Eric Amundsen in Minnesota with my sporadic Dylan contribution to the listener apps. Thanks, Pat, for doing these. Bob won his only Oscar for Wonder Boys, for which he wrote Things Have Changed, but I'm not going to play that. Over a quarter of a century before Wonder Boys, Bob did the entire soundtrack and acted in a major mainstream movie. I don't remember much about the movie from my single viewing several years ago, but the scene for which this song was written is pretty powerful, and I'd recommend looking it up on YouTube rather than sitting through two hours of a gritty 70s western, unless that's your thing. Anyway, from the soundtrack of Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, here's Bob Dylan's Knockin' on Heaven's Door. Mama, take this badge off of me 
guys thanks for the break thanks for the uh rock solid chill out time appreciate it let's go back let's backtrack a little bit first of all aaron khan that song is great uh love that song love Mick jagger uh, without ever seeing the movie i would say if the best scene in the movie is when Mick jagger rock star in real life sings then yeah that's probably not a great movie that's all i'm gonna say Aaron Lowe, Phantom of the Paradise. I have never seen it, but I am going to watch it. I've always wanted to watch it, and I love Brian De Palma films. So I am going to watch it. I'm going to wait till uh, in a month and watch it around Halloween. I'm also going to say that maybe, and I don't like to tell other people what to do, so this is just a suggestion, but maybe Josh Fitzgerald from Movies That Rock, the podcast, gets in touch with Aaron Lowe. Maybe you guys cover this... Uh, Phantom of the Paradise for one of Josh's uh, podcast episodes. Uh, David Nickel, uh, Lost Boys, that's a great soundtrack. Lou Graham's on that. And Roger Daltrey's on that. And um, and Eric, and I mean, Knocking on Heaven's Door, that's a classic song. And I mean, I think we forget that it was written for, uh, for that Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid movie. So that's what I'm going to tell you. And that's what I'm going to say. And now I'm going to play a song from my favorite soundtrack of all time, Fast times at Midge, Midgemont. Who's Midge? Maybe I shouldn't do these this early in the morning. Fast times at Ridgemont High. See, the Mont, I was thinking, I was, I, my brain's too quick. I was thinking too far in advance, and that's why I said Midgemont. Fast times at Ridgemont High. The band is Quarter Flash. The song is Don't Be Lonely. Get ready. <laughs> Quarter Flash. Love them. Hard to find their physical CDs. Virtually unavailable. You can get a best of, but the physical CDs are tough. But luckily, one time Amy Lehman, you know Amy, Goodwill Hunting, 
Amy. She, uh, I asked her if she would just mail me all her CDs so I could physically load them into my iTunes myself. Cause I'm, that's the kind of nerd I am. I didn't trust her to just send me some files. I want to load those things in myself. And she did. And then I kept them. No, I sent them back to her and, uh, and thank you, Amy. Now I have all the, uh, great quarter flash music. I wonder if quarter flash wants to chat with me through the zoom. Rindy and Marv Ross still married. I think they made music within the past 10 years under the quarter flash name. I'm going to have to check in on that. But until we do that, let's listen to Matt Berkey. I'm telling you, Matt Berkey comes in today with the longest intro of all time from Matt Berkey. And it's not like, it's not like 15 seconds. It's, it's one minute and one second. Here we go. Hi, this is Matt Berkey. I'm no stranger to soundtracks, having been a guest on Josh Scott Fitzgerald's podcast, Movies That Rock. Check out our latest episode, The Girl Can't Help It, from 1956, starring Jane Mansfield. My favorite contemporary director is Wes Anderson, and my favorite film of his is The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. It has a mix of classic rock songs and original compositions by Mark Mothersbaugh, a member of Devo and frequent collaborator with Wes Anderson. I've picked Ping Island slash Lightning Strike Rescue Op. And to quote Steve Zissou, I'm going to find it and I'm going to destroy it. I don't know how yet, possibly with dynamite. commentary uh first of all uh, josh fitzgerald's podcast gets a second plug right there from matt berkey and uh josh and matt are young dudes so i don't know why they're watching a jane mansfield movie but listen to that episode and find out also let me know if matt berkey talks in a uh, in that uh staccato type way when he's on a podcast clipping every three words come on he couldn't possibly. He's got to talk like a talks like a robot. But that's he can't talk like that in real life, right? Maybe taken to the funny farm. That's a reference for old people. The funny farm, um, the Life Aquatic. I love Wes Anderson films. I have many of them in my Blu-ray collection. That's right. That's a physical movie on a disc. But. Uh, the Life Aquatic, I didn't, I wasn't able to finish it when I tried watching it when it first came out. And um, I'll have to go back to it. I mean, I love Bill Murray. I love Wes Anderson. I don't know what, uh, maybe I was in a bad mood. Maybe that's what it was. But I didn't, uh, I didn't gel with it. But I'll try it again, Matt. Thank you for that song. 
Ping Island Lightning Strike Rescue Op. Now we got, uh, oh, coming up next, we have uh, going to have two songs from the same soundtrack. It's the Sound City Real to Real documentary. I think both of these guys ask if this song would count, and it does. These songs were created for the doc, so they work. I think this first one I've played on the show before. But um, I like the artist, and I like the guy who's introducing it. So here we go. Hello, Rock Solid fans. It's David Festini. And back in 2013, Dave Grohl did a documentary called Sound City. It was all about the famous Sound City Studios in Van Nuys, California. Home to records by legendary artists like Cheap Trick, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Guns N' Roses, Nirvana, Metallica, Johnny Cash, Neil Young, Fleetwood Mac, Foreigner, Elton John. The list was endless. But Sound City is important to me, not only because of those albums, but because of the albums Working Class Dog and Living in Oz, performed by, in the words of Dave Grohl, Rick fucking Springfield. So for the movie, Rick and Dave and members of Foo Fighters got together and they wrote and performed the song The Man That Never Was, which I think is pretty cool. And the documentary is great. You should check it out. As always, Pat, thank you for letting me be part of the show. great would it be if rick springfield made a full album that he wrote and then was backed by the foo fighters i mean that song sounds great i mean rick stop doing these orchestra albums and these faux blues albums and these uh half-hearted uh country albums and man just get with the foo fighters and rock i mean that would be incredible incredible all right, let's stay with the Sound City Real to Real. That's R E A L T O R E E L E E E. Here we go. Hi, Pat. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. This is Michael Van Zant from Troy, Illinois. For this week's listener curated episode, original songs from movies, I'm going to go with probably one of my favorite soundtrack albums, uh, a collection of original music uh, recorded specifically for the film. Um, I'm talking about Real to Real. It's the soundtrack to uh, Dave Grohl's film, Sound City, which in itself is a fantastic uh, movie to watch. It's a great documentary regarding the the Sound City studio where many um, famous and well-known and just great albums were recorded. Um, 
I'm going to go with the song that kicks off the album, Heaven and All. It features the band members Robert Levon Bean and Peter Hayes from one of my favorite bands, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, and Dave Grohl on drums. And uh, I got to say, this song is great top to bottom. Um, I'll let Pat uh, figure out where he wants to kick it off because there's uh, a lot of great stuff on here. Uh, hope everyone enjoys the song and check out the soundtrack and check out the film. Enjoy. Sound City. That's it, man. That was Tom Petty with that intro. Nice job, Dave Festini and Michael Van Zandt. Excellent. Two great songs from one great soundtrack. Good, good, good. I keep saying, here we go, before I play all the songs today. I didn't want to do that, but I, I'm doing it. Mmm. I gotta break the habit. Gotta break the habit. What do I say? How about if I say, here it is? Okay. Yeah. Next guy up is Dwayne Hoffman. Here it is. Hey Pat, this is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. The track I've chosen is Free Me from the 1980 film McVicker starring Roger Daltrey. This track was written by Russ Ballard and was uh, in regular rotation on uh, MTV back in the day. I always love this track. Take it from the top. Thanks, Pat. I guess if I had to have a second favorite soundtrack, it would be McVicker. But the thing is, I always forget that McVicker is a soundtrack because to me, it just feels like a Roger Daltrey solo album. There's 10 songs, two are instrumentals. The rest are sung by Daltrey. The instrumentals are great. And every song on this album is great. It's fantastic. If you've never heard the McVicker soundtrack, you got to get it. You got to get it. 
I love it so much that I'm actually going to add a song right now from the McVicker soundtrack. It's called Just a Dream Away. current members of the who play on that album on uh, various tracks including pete townsend and john entwistle and kenny jones so uh, it's just it's great seek it out get it find it do it next up our friend kevin hartbarger hi rock solid friends it's kevin hartbarger checking in once again from chicagoland I'm recording this week in a more professional environment after being audio shamed by Pat. Honestly, I think it's just my pure joy coming through at sharing music with all of you. And if popping my peas over rock and roll is wrong, How dare you? I don't want to be right. How dare you? One of the greatest Oscar ceremony performances of all time was in 1998 when an out-of-place Elliot Smith took the stage in an ill-fitting white suit to sing Miss Misery from Goodwill Hunting. This is such a perfect intersection of film and melody, and it's one of my favorite closing movie scenes ever. So if the professor calls about that job, just tell him, sorry, I have to go see about a girl. In the meantime, here's Elliot Smith with Miss Misery. Enjoy, and Pat, as always, thanks for having me. I'll fake it through the day with some help from Johnny Walker Red. Send the poison brain down the drain to put bad thoughts in my head. Nice tune. I love Goodwill Hunting. Wait a minute, we've mentioned that twice on the show now, too. I haven't seen it in a while, though. Does it hold up? It's got to hold up, right? Robin Williams is great in dramatic roles in movies. Better than what he does in comedy, right? That's a hot take. All right, this next song, obviously, even if I had too many songs, I was going to put this on the list because uh, 
It's a song by my favorite band. So gotta play it. Let's do it. Look at that, I had a new intro. Let's do it, is what I said. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Jerry Riggs coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. For this week's podcast, I chose a song from Pat's favorite band, Cheap Trick. Yes. The song is Reach Out from the Heavy Metal soundtrack, which is one of my all-time favorite songs from the band. Cheap Trick had two songs on this soundtrack, the other one being I Must Be Dreamin'. Reach Out was co-written by bass player Pete Comeda, who replaced Tom Peterson from 1980 to 1981, and former Montrose lead singer Bob James, who replaced singer Sammy Hagar. In 2016, Rolling Stone included this song in their list, 10 Insanely Great Cheap Trick Songs Only Hardcore Fans Know. Pat, you can start this around the 30-second mark. You and your listeners take care and be safe. Okay, now here's the funny thing about this. The heavy metal soundtrack has two cheap trick songs on it. And the heavy metal soundtrack also has two songs by a band named Riggs. R-I-G-G-S. Now, the guy who just played Reach Out is Jerry Riggs. R-I-G-G-S. And the, the lead guitarist and founding member of the band Riggs is named Jerry Riggs. But it's not the Jerry Riggs you just heard. It's another Jerry Riggs. By the way, if I'm trying to fix something around the house and I can't quite get it right, I just Jerry Rig it. Needless to say, this is one of the two songs that is on the soundtrack by the band Riggs. Let me play it for you. It's called Heartbeat. Heavy metal, cheap trick, rigs, Jerry rigs. All right. Next up, this dude. The rest is all dudes. It's dude heavy. Hey, Pat. This is Brian Berkey from PA. My suggestion for an original soundtrack song is a forgotten psychedelic classic from the 1967 movie The Producers. I'm pretty sure this song hasn't appeared anywhere else. Heck, it wasn't even included in the stage adaptation of the movie or the movie adaptation of the stage adaptation of the movie. Drop the needle at the start of the song and enjoy a little love power. Mm. 
That's a nice change of pace, Brian. I liked it. I liked that song, Love Power. Good choice. Thank you for playing it. Let's move on to uh, something a little bit different than Love Power. This comes to us from a soundtrack from a movie. It's based on a cartoon. It's from our friend David Ace Gutierrez. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. This is David Ace Gutierrez from Los Angeles, California. Frequent contributor to the show and friend of Pat Francis. Uh, and Kyle Dodson. I miss mm. that guy. Uh, my song today is Pretend to Be Nice from the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack album from 2001. This is written by Fountains of Wayne, uh, the late great Adam Schlesinger, and uh, features vocals by Kay Hanley of Letters to Cleo fame. It's a great album, great overall pop album from, a, I think, a very underrated gem of a, of, of a cult classic movie with the, uh, with, with the delightful Rachel A. Cook and Rosario Dawson. Enjoy! Well, he looks at me with those innocent eyes And says it looks like you're wearing some kind of disguise Because your hair sticks up, your shoes are untied I hope that you got that shirt out of price And every word I say falls flat on the floor I try to tell a joke, he's heard it before And I don't think that I can take it no more He's driving me right Pretend to be nice. 19 years old. From 2001. David did not give any props to Tara Reid. Who's in the Pussycats. I don't know why. But he didn't. Good song, David. Good choice. All right, moving right along. Powering through this episode. Coming up next. uh, Retired fireman. My BFF. Let's hear what he's got to say. Hey, Pat. Hey, Rock Solid family. Tom Neuerberg here, your pal from NorCal. My pick for this week's episode is Live to Tell by Madonna. I know what you're thinking. That's from her album, True Blue. And yes, you're right, it is. But prior to that, it made its first appearance on the soundtrack of the movie At Close Range. Great movie, great song, probably my favorite Madonna song. Started around 25 second mark. Everybody enjoy and take care. 
good Madonna song. Her voice is good on that. I enjoy that one. Good pick. And Tom is correct. That was from Live to Tell prior to being included on the True Blue album. All right. Coming up right now, we got another song from a soundtrack. Who would have thought? Hey, Pat. It's Willie Araldi from Queens, New York. Happy to hear you guys are doing okay out there. Stay healthy, stay strong. We're trying to do the same here on the East Coast. Um, hoping to one day make a uh, rock-solid barbecue at some point. That would be great. Calling in a song for uh, movie soundtracks. Um, it's called Something to Talk About. and Not the Bonnie Rayet song. It's uh, the Badly Drawn Boy song. It's for a uh, soundtrack for a movie called About a Boy. And it's got uh, Hugh Grant in it, Rachel Weisz, Tony Collette. Really, really great movie. Heartwarming, funny. Hugh Grant plays a jerk with a, a heart of gold. Um, great soundtrack. Badly Drawn Boy composed all the songs for it. And uh, this one's called Something to Talk About. Great song. Lots of fun. And uh, heartwarming as well. All right. Enjoy. Thanks, man. Bye. that song badly drawn boy and it's been so long since i saw about a boy because it was 18 years ago but you know a lot of these soundtrack songs are from albums that came out years and years ago i don't really know if, if are there are many movies that make original soundtracks i mean with songs by artists anymore i mean there's always going to be you know incidental music and, and a film score but um this might be a, a, a bygone era of uh, music making when you contact an artist and ask them to do a, a song for a movie. Hmm. I wish it would come back. I keep wondering if uh, the, the new Top Gun movie is going to have an original soundtrack because that original Top Gun movie, I mean, the whole thing's shot like a music video anyway, but it's, uh, the, the music is so uh, important to the, uh, to the cheesy goodness of the original Top Gun. So I'm sure they're going to go full on dramatic with the new one, but we'll see. It's supposed to come out in December. No way. There's no way. Look for that around uh, 4th of July, 2021. All right, here we go. Just a couple more, a couple more tunes. Yeah, but hey, Rock Solid Nation, it is Jeff from Hohokin. Now. This is Jeff Frank. He always starts by saying gaba gaba hey. 
this is not my fault, Jeff. Your your gaba gabas were clipped in the original um, file you sent me. So that was not my fault. Not my fault. Glenn came. Oh, that was my fault. This is not my fault. So you're going to catch Jeff mid gaba. Gaba, hey, Rock Solid Nation. It is Jeff from Hohokus, New Jersey. And I am chiming in with my pick for this week for a soundtrack tune. And I'm going with The Witch by The Cult off of the oh-so-forgettable Cool World soundtrack, uh, which gets a less-than-cool 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. So this is a little bit of a departure for The Cult, or maybe an evolution in sound. Um, Got the addition of a bunch of electronic elements, including drums. Um, But it's got such a great groove to it with the uh, fuzzed-out bass, so... I say crank it and stay frosty. That is some fuzzy goodness from the cult. Cool world soundtrack. Brad Pitt was in that, right? Kim Basinger? Never saw it. Is it Basinger or is it Bassinger? Is it Adam Schlesinger or is it Adam Schlesinger? I don't know. But let me know. I'd appreciate it. All right, this is our second Kevin of the day. Let's see what he's going to bring. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. It's Kevin Lynch from Springfield, Missouri. My pick is a deep track from the 80s. Released in 1987, Baghdad Cafe is a quirky film about a very two very different women whose lives intertwine at a truck stop cafe in the Mojave Desert. Calling You by Javetta Steele is a dreamy, haunting song that was nominated for an Oscar as Best Original Song but lost out to Carly Simon's Let the River Run from Working Girl. In 1990, they made a TV series, Baghdad Cafe, with Whoopi Goldberg playing the part of C.C. Pounder, but it didn't last long. I remember Roger Ebert once saying that Calling You should have won the Oscar, but by losing, the song in the film has largely been forgotten. I haven't seen the movie in over 30 years, but I don't know if it still holds up but I still listen to Calling You, and it definitely holds up. Hope you enjoy this deep track. Thanks, Pat. A hot, dry wind blows right through me The baby's crying and I can't sleep But we both know a change is coming Coming closer, sweet 
that play a little bit wanted that to sink in nice vocals very nice good pick kevin all right we're coming up to our last listener uh curated song by my friend joe reynolds and uh, he picked one i love i love it so much then we'll do a little promoting and then i'll do the play out and that's how it works all right, Joe. Introduce it. Hello, Rock Solidars. Joe Reynolds from Philly here. My choice for this episode is Old Habits Die Hard by Mick Jagger and Dave Stewart of the Arrhythmics. This comes off of the Alfie soundtrack released in 2004. Old Habits Die Hard won the 2005 Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. A little bit of trivia, singing background is a then-unknown Katy Perry. Pretty cool. Enjoy. Thanks, Pat. I thought I shook myself free. You see, I bounce back quicker than most. But I'm half delirious. It's too mysterious. You walk through my walls like it goes. And I take every day at a time I'm proud as a lion in his lair Now there's no denying it No decrying it You're all tangled up in my head the second Mick Jagger solo song of the episode. I love Mick Jagger solo so much. Do I like it better than the Stones? No, I don't like it better than the Stones. Do I like it just as much as the Stones? Yeah, I like it just as much as the Stones. Do I like it better? Maybe I do like it better. Good song. All right. Do some promoting. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. You can follow Kyle at Kyle.SoFunny. Go to RockSolidPodcast.com for all things about the podcast episodes and links to the Patreon page and ways to buy t-shirts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Remember, I got tons of swag. I got stickers. I got, uh, I got a rock-solid uh, enamel pin. I got, a, I got a kiss pin. I got a Cheap Trick logo-inspired button and a Who logo-inspired button. So you can email me, rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. Ask how you can get some stickers and some buttons. And uh, when I say ask how, I mean purchase them. Um, but I'll send you a nice, uh, I'll send you a nice little, uh, 
prize pack. I'll throw some stuff in, a, in an envelope or a box, send it to you for monetary gain. Um, they weren't free. I bought them. I invested money hoping to get back. So far, uh, I got a pile of junk. <laughs> um, what else? Can, uh, remember, this Friday, Patreon supporters, $2 plus, can win a copy of Peter Asher's book, The Beatles from A to Z, an alphabetical mystery tour. I've got three copies, hardbound, and they came courtesy of Henry Holt Publishing. And don't forget to check the Facebook page and the Twitter uh, today when you're hearing this, and I'll post some information about... Uh, the coasters and how to purchase them and, uh, and a code. And then uh, in a week or so, we will be giving uh, some of those away and uh, you'll love them. When you see the picture of my coasters and that sounds uh, sexual, but when you see pictures of my coasters, uh, you're going to want to get some. And that's all I got to say about that. All right. This episode clocks in at about one hour and 30 minutes. Uh, very nice. Very doable. Thank you to everyone who sent songs in. Not sure what the topic will be for the next uh, Monday bonus episode, but uh, I'll figure it out. I'll let you know some way through the Twitter, or maybe it'll be Patreon-only people. They deserve it. All right, coming up next, another Cheap Trick song. This is one of my favorite Cheap Trick songs. Just like Reach Out, I wish uh, this song was more well-known, and I wish Reach Out and this next song we're put back in the set list. These are such great cheap trick songs. This is from the soundtrack to the Meatloaf movie Roadie. And it is called Everything Works If You Let It. And I just love it. And remember that. That's actually good advice. Everything works if you let it. So let's stay safe, healthy, and well. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> 